Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the Evol Cast. My guest today is testosterone and nutrition coach Primal Thrive. In this episode, we had a great discussion over what are some reasons your testosterone may be low and how to fix those issues, as well as increasing and maxing out your testosterone. Not only did we talk about testosterone, but we had a really great talk over our environment and how we are primal human beings and today the environment that surrounds us is just not as primal and so we had a great discussion over how to get back to our primal roots and live like real true human beings so all in all this was a great talk i know you guys will enjoy it sit back relax and peace uh, no it's not barefoot oh okay uh, the, Cam- the camino is um the one i did is almost 800 kilometers uh okay. the thing is I did a a separate Camino into the mountains so it's like a a side track which is uh, 80 kilometers okay Uh, so yeah calculate with that all the um, all the time walking around cities as well let's say it was almost a thousand kilometers okay Um, and yeah the blisters uh, that was the very first Camino I did I walked it with I had like just Nikes you know like uh, jogging uh, shoes mm-hmm. and I had also um, a pair of like kind of sandals you know very comfortable so I was switching between those all the time uh, but still with the heavy load of the backpack you're you like it's inevitable to get blisters okay oh yeah no for sure. um, so after a week like my mind was breaking because the pain and exhaustion never done this before you know um but i continued and then again after like a week i broke again but this time it was like more um emotional like deep rooted stuff that came on the surface i think i i believe things i never wanted to face or that were like in my subconscious and they came like to the surface right and that only like happens when you are a long time either on yourself or when you do like physical hardships so that was an insight for sure that was like a very profound experience um and yeah that that what these were a bit the lessons um from the camino so Mm -hmm. via pain through physical um basically being physically active every day you get into like deeper layers of your existence and then you can see what's coming to the surface yeah yeah no that's really true and i feel like solitude is one of the greatest tools that we can use to kind of you know dive deeper into ourselves and that's could be an issue that we see you know facing the world today is everyone wants to be surrounded by other people whether it be in person or whether it be you know on social media like people are um very concerned with like oh what's my you know follower count at or you know how many likes am i getting on this post how many like quote unquote friends do i have um even though it's just you know all online and stuff so a lot of people are obsessed with you know just the attention and the dopamine hits and it kind of almost you know numbs your ability to think with all that noise coming in from uh you know all these different voices because you know as humans we're you know we're primal animals essentially you know 
even though we live in the modern world, we're still, you know, primal beings. So, you know, we can't, you know, handle all these, you know, different voices and different opinions from, you know, the media. And, you know, if you have, you know, thousands of people that you're following, you know, you're going to be intaking all this different information. So, yeah, I would say solitude is one of the greatest gifts um, or one of the greatest things that young men should seek out because that's where the learning is. We see, you know, a lot of guys concerned with what they can surround themselves with right now, which that's good to an extent. But, you know, I know speaking from personal experiences, you know, when I was a younger guy, I'm still young, but when I was a lot younger, I was really concerned with, you know, surrounding myself with, you know, friends, even if they weren't friends or surrounding myself with like, you know, just get a girlfriend to get a girlfriend and not actually have a genuine connection there. And I feel like we're seeing, I feel like we're seeing a growth of, you know, everyone in this solar sphere of, you know, let's take my time for solitude. And then, you know, when I go and meet up with friends or whatever, I can be more present and have, you know, a good solid time with them while yeah, you know, not your phone, you know, on the table, on the, on the, on the table. Yeah, no, that's dude. I, I hate that the most is when people like even if you just put it like face up on the table it's like or even yeah. face down it's like it's still sending that message of like yeah, okay, yeah my yeah. phone is more important and all that um yeah i i do that sometimes because i have like business and oh I yeah, also yeah, yeah. Say, this is purely because i'm you know uh business wise i'm not like chatting with someone um but yeah the the phones are really disturbing and I believe, you know, we like humans thrive when there is a little tribe around them. Um, and we don't have that, right? The even families are not tribes anymore. It's like everyone is isolated. Yeah. And then you have this social, you, you have this need for social connection. So you're gonna want it because it's always lacking. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have a lack, avoid right then you're trying to fix it but most people fix it in a wrong kind of way um so yeah having how to say um a strong community or a little tribe around you that would be like the life hack you know (laughs) it's actually how it's supposed to be but the thing is and, and i see this mostly in of course the western world um people are isolate, isolating themselves. So young guys, I would say, should like go and live together, rent a house or something, or a whole uh, apartment floor, you know, uh, just so you have this um, tiny brotherhood around you. And that's the most important thing, not to be isolated individuals mm-hmm. uh, and then trying to fix this um, connection, that lack of connection, right? Yeah, no, I totally agree on that. It's like, have your tribe, have your, you know, friends that you're close with, like some genuine friends. And, you know, I think that's something that every guy, you know, should practice and that I practice myself is like, you know, I love to have the focus of training by myself sometimes in the gym. But honestly, um, eight times out of 10, I'm going with, you know, one of my friends or, you know, my training partner, who's also my friend is like, yeah. you know, we're going to go together to the gym because we're going to hold each other accountable and all, you know, all of that. I don't have to list off all those things, but it's just that 
tribe mentality that we've kind of lost today because the media and all of you know those you know online programs and stuff the news have you know like you said earlier separated families and separated friends uh for Mm -hmm. real no apparent reason when when it comes down to it it's like okay yeah some people may have different opinions than us but used to be 50 60 years ago you know we could see past those and just be like okay you can have your opinions i can have mine but when it comes down to it you know we're still you know love our country and you know we love we're gonna you know, still live together yeah like it's it's always you know gonna work out even if you have a difference you know with another guy it's like you can still have that mutual respect if he's you know a masculine man so yeah no that's a great point there exactly. that you made um but yeah let's see next thing i want to dive into is probably one of the most uh, interesting things that you recently posted on your page and that's your uh your no brush experience because we see a lot of dudes talk about like you know the typical like no fab no porn and you know all that stuff is great and you know you shouldn't do that but um no brush you're kind of you know breaking a new wave out here um yeah <laughs> of not brushing your teeth so i guess like what inspired you to try that to not yeah. brush your teeth um I don't know, actually. I think I somewhere read or heard that brushing could harm your uh, teeth because, like, the... Um, the enamel. Yeah, the little hairs of the brush, you know, mm-hmm. they're quite, like, rough. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, like, fluoride, I skipped already since high school. So I was yeah. pretty much uh, aware of that early on. Mm-hmm. So I always used like non-fluorinated toothpaste, uh, but even that's like full of shit and garbage. So I switched to like charcoal or clay or um, like turmeric sometimes. Yeah. Um, or just like, you know, you put a little bit of coconut oil in your mouth and then charcoal and then you start brushing your teeth with it. Uh, that really works but then you get like this mess in your sink because charcoal is black and it keeps like stains on your sink and stuff yeah no i've Uh, had that issue as well so yeah i wasn't then you know like tooth care is since childhood on i remember in school they taught us how to brush teeth and we had to brush our teeth like in school i I find it very strange it's like Mm -hmm. uh, so indoctrinated and then yeah. your parents or grandparents would make a big deal out of it if you don't brush your teeth, right? Because mm-hmm. then they're all, oh, you will have cavities and uh, all that, um, all these, uh, all these things related to not brushing teeth. Yeah. Uh, so continuing, yeah, I, I, I believe it was through intuition and reading that like brushing could um, basically hurt your enamel. Uh, that I stopped brushing. Like, I was also, uh, how to say, brushing like less and less, and then finally I just stopped for no reason, I would say, or yeah, just pure out of intuition. Yeah. Uh, and I noticed like my mouth was clean most of the times. And when I eat something that's like, you know, grains or processed carbs, something like that. I would get like this um, this layer on my teeth, you know, that um, dirty layer. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that's called. 
Um, so yeah, I would see how your diet influences your uh, flora of your mouth. Mm -hmm. uh, so basically how clean your mouth is. Um, and then adding to that, if you have all the minerals and the K2, so vitamin K concentrates in the salivary glands and the saliva is not just for digesting food. There is like a whole immune system that's being produced there. Mm -hmm. And then it's excreted constantly throughout the day to keep your mouth clean. So you're basically brushing your teeth all the time. So there is no need to brush your teeth only to take care of and the minimum you can do is just flossing uh, and rubbing uh, your teeth. I call it like polishing with either a towel or a piece of cloth. Yeah. And that's just for the plaque, right? So that layer, the plaque, uh, mm -hmm. you want to get rid of that. Uh, that starts to basically uh, be a feeding ground for like um, bad bacteria. Um, but still, like if if your if your nutrition is on top, you your your oral flora is so like like strong and um, effect efficient in cleaning your mouth um, that it's actually no issue. So yeah, no, that's interesting. I definitely I think I'll give it a shot because I've been uh, you know I've been brushing, but I've been doing the whole you know like no fluoride and like. Uh, doing like charcoal toothpaste and stuff like that but no i definitely yeah. have to i'll give it a i'll give it a shot see how it works and you know that does make sense with you saying that um you know your the environment in your mouth you know that just translates to what you know people have been saying about you know our gut and our gut biome it's like if your teeth are going to have all that plaque and have that like nasty layer over them when you know you're eating a bunch of like like you said, processed carbs or, you know, probably something with, you know, seed oils in it, you know, if your teeth are going to naturally look like that when they should be cleaning themselves after you eat that stuff, like imagine what your gut looks like, you know, so. Yeah. That's and your, great... your gut flora influences your mouth flora. Mm -hmm. So people who have a messed up gut or no stomach acid, um, their mouth flora is also messed up and mm -hmm. then you get like really bad breath. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, that's that's a sign of like illness. So everything that shows you're healthy, it means that you're clean in general and your body's functioning optimally. Anything mm -hmm. that smells or you know is disgusting is a sign of, of illness, and that yeah, you basically don't really care in the right manner for your health. Um, so yeah, the signs are obvious. Um, healthy diet cleans your mouth. Um, and I found also a nice trick to like whiten your teeth. Basically, UV light whitens yeah. the teeth, and that's very expensive. What dentists do, they would you would pay like thousands of dollars for UV treatments in the dentistry. But basically, what they use is UV light, which you get from the sun. So if you smile to the sun, you'll get like whiter teeth. Yeah, sunbathe your teeth. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, no, that's. Those are all good points because, I mean, it seems like, you know, you tell someone like, oh, you know, you should probably stop brushing your teeth or not brush them as much. And, you know, people are going to do, you know, a total double take and be like, oh, what do you what do you mean? You know, the the FDA or, you know, the this dentist said that you should be brushing, you know, four times mm -hmm. a day. And it's like a lot of those, you know, claims by modern science are just there because we've been so disrupted from our natural primal primal environment 
And so that's why, you know, you see like the like these, you know, synthetic like fake deodorants and shampoos, body washes, you know, toothpaste yeah. as well to like mask the signs of like an unhealthy body. Like you said, if something, you know, like smells really bad or like, you know, has a weird color to it. Um, it's just an intuitive sign that there's something not right with the body. Mm-hmm, exactly. And it's funny to see because whole society is basically uh, wanting to mask their uh, illnesses and disease through covering up their lack of hygiene, you know. Mm-hmm. So if, if um, like again, if you're healthy, you're eating right, your body will be clean as well and disease won't be that much present. Yeah, no, that's true. And those are perfect points. It just all, you know, relates back to, you know, at the end of the day, we're all primal animals. And it, it's good that we're bringing up the point of that a lot of people cover up their issues because it's not just with, um, you know, food. Like, I feel like women have an obsession with, you know, makeup and how they, you know, of course, like it's okay to put it on every once in a while, but, you know, I would generally avoid it because of, you know, I, they have like phthalates and, you know, other chemicals like in the product and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's an endocrine disruptor essentially. And so, you know, all those things, it's going to disrupt, you know, your hormone, hormone balance. And then, you know, all of that is just a domino effect to, you know, your gut health or like your neurotransmitters, you know, and that, you know, just takes down how well you think, how you feel about yourself. Um, but, you know, you tell that to someone in society today and they're like, oh, you know, blah 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 like this person said it was good for me but i think something that we have to get back to yeah maybe we should start telling like (laughs) people about this more and more like i don't know how but um do you do you talk to yeah yeah i mean do you talk to like normies at all about this stuff like if you just have like a (laughs) (laughs) i can't you know i can't really talk to normies in a way <laughs> i don't know yeah um if i would start talking they would just stare or like um, there would be a weird vibe i believe um, yeah this, this has been my experience um yeah i don't know like mm, i can't really yeah really i can't really converse with them mm. so yeah, I've... I had some, I had some like guys that I know who are a bit normy, but then still a part of them is kind of open-minded, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not like a hundred percent normy. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I, sometimes I like to just like test the waters a bit, like you know, if there uh-huh. there's someone that I know is like kind of just locked in this. I want to say locked because you know you're never truly locked in one mindset you can always change but they're just mm-hmm. kind of focused on you know the the mainstream narrative and all that stuff that we know about and you know sometimes i just like to you know test the waters by you know saying something and like see the reaction yeah. and then oh what do you mean but um did yeah, they get well, like interested they what did they get like interested uh, it really depends. It's like, you know, some of them, if they're more open-minded, like you were saying with some of your friends, they'll be like, you know, oh, like you explain that, you know, but then sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time, it like, it goes straight to like, 
getting called like a misogynist or something like that. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, yeah, those are great points. Um, and we're we're continuing to spread this message through social media, and honestly, our growth exactly. is going to be exponential. And you know, I've seen from my own account, I'm kind of like reaching uh, more like normie accounts and stuff. Uh-huh. Of like pe- people that are following me so i'm hoping that's happening to other guys across the sphere as well to you know because once this hits like 51 percent of you know people on this kind of you know mindset journey of like our vision that we envision for the world and not to say that in a selfish way but to get back to kind of our primal roots like once we hit the critical mass of 51 percent like all of this is going to flip and people are going to like see the truth and the truth is going to start coming out throughout, you know, the news and what people see on social media. So I'm really Mm -hmm. looking forward to when we get to that point. To that point, man. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Let's see. Next topic I want to get into uh, because I know that my, my, myself, I'm guilty of this sometimes Um, I don't use them anymore, but like I used to use AirPods a lot. So can you talk Mm -hmm. about kind of like the whole EMF thing and, you know, how uh, AirPods, you know, can just kind of disrupt your brain as well as um, they have an impact on hair loss too, right? You said? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not like all things related to technology. I'm not too familiar with. Yeah. Uh, so explaining all these gigahertz and waves um, that's like not in my understanding yeah you can just give the, so, like, the and, general yeah, overview and EMF, of it yeah an EMF is an electromagnetic field and we are always surrounded by that uh, also nature so the nature has its own uh, it's very friendly frequencies we could say those are good vibes and then everything that comes from a device, um, any kind of um, like radiation, essentially phones or radio or uh, 4G or um, TV screens, Bluetooth, all of that is man-made. Mm-hmm. And the man-made one is at the same frequency all the time and it doesn't change but our body likes change so if we go into nature it's like every wave is is a bit different um it's been the same like heart rate variability so our heart rates with every um like contraction uh, so if you have contraction one and contraction two and then contraction three so the time between one and two and two and three will be slightly different so we always have like this variability and that's um like reflects itself also in the in nature in the emf field of nature and of planet earth uh the thing with the man-made ones they are way more aggressive and the frequency is way higher and they are always constantly at the same uh, frequency so they don't change Mm. um so what does this do to our health especially men are susceptible to it more because the gonads are uh, outside the body and not inside so our organs are quite protected except for um, our reproductive organs so that's already number one 
So never have a phone too long in your pants and your in your pocket. Yeah. Or, or any device whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you have like a nine to five job, it would be best to wear like EMF protective uh, underwear, which basically has coated silver. So there is like silver in the uh, in the underwear, and that blocks the EM- EMFs. Uh, from uh, doing damage on you. Mm. So what what happens if you put these AirPods on that basically you get like big waves, uh, bad vibes into your brain. Uh, but what we know, it's not only brain damage that you create, it's also an efflux of calcium. So we know that muscle contraction happens uh, through uh, calcium ions binding on a specific receptor and then muscles can contract. Um, And when magnesium is leached out, then we have relaxation in the muscle. So our our heads, uh, we have hair and beneath hair, we have a layer of muscle. So if we have an environment that constantly bombards us with EMFs, we basically have a chronic calcium efflux, which means a release of calcium. And that causes tension and that causes stress. And this is how basically if there is tension and stress, uh, we won't have enough sufficient blood flow to the hair follicles. And we will see a whole hormonal cascade. So everything uh, will, will happen with the hormones as well uh, due to that stress reaction. And basically, we get tension and calcification and a release in stress hormones and uh, prostaglandins, all of that stuff. Yeah. And that that disables basically hair growth, okay? Um, what it also does, these EMFs are even that aggressive that it basically destroys DNA. So um, that's why we see infertility. That's why we also see <laughs> degeneration and, and yeah. diseases. Because um, when when we go to the core, to the DNA, we basically, yeah, our cells aren't functioning and that can lead to whatever stress, cancer, uh, other disease, you know. Um, so that's a bit the mechanism. The main one is the calcium release uh, that gives tension and then a, a decrease in blood flow and a hormonal change. So yeah, all due to these EMFs and AirPods and our devices, phones and stuff. Yeah, no, that's good that you you brought this up because we, you know, I see so many people like walking past me and stuff when I, you know, go out onto the street and just AirPods everywhere. And, you know, you're gonna think like 20, 30 years down the road, what, you know, damaging effects that's gonna have, you know, and when we really think about it, it's like, you know, AirPods could be like the smoking of our generation or something like that, because it's just something that's seen as, you know, so common and nonchalant, like, oh, they're just, um, you know, earbuds or whatever. But like, you know, when it comes down to it, it could be something that's, you know, it, it is something that's damaging your brain and damaging, like you said, you know, the, you know, the top of your head and like your ability to grow hair. So, you know. Mm-hmm. That those are great points there, man. And it just kind of ties into the next topic I want to get to, 
of our clothing as well could be harming us. So I remember you wrote a post on uh, like polyester clothing and how that can have effect on fertility rates as well as um, just overall like testosterone levels. So if you want to go ahead and dive into that, I'll let you do that. Yeah. So clothing, I wouldn't say that's like the number one um, mm-hmm. endocrine disruptor, but a lot of our clothes are made from uh, polyesters. These are like a category of phthalates. Yeah. Uh, and like any xenoestrogen, um, they are, again, our own estrogens are quite good. So we need estrogen for uh, cognitive function. We need estrogen for um, like healthy skin. And uh, it's like an anti-aging for skin wrinkling and stuff. That's why women on hormonal uh, birth control, uh, they could be 30 without wrinkles. And then when they stop with the pill, they like age super fast because yeah. now they don't have that amount of estrogen. Mm. Um, and estrogen is actually also related uh, through sex drive. Mm. So it's funny, like a few months ago, I was lowering my estrogen not what like with intention but i had like um some estrogen like aromatase inhibitors in in the diet that i know of yeah and at some point i really had low sex drive without Mm. like with while having high tea obviously yeah um so i was a bit puzzled and then i found out that estrogen is also important for um libido so we need our own estrogens um of course there can be too much etc but in general um it's it's okay however the estrogens from the environment those are again like way more aggressive same with the emfs right man-made estrogens uh, or the xenoestrogens yeah yeah, they basically it's shown that babies who are more exposed to it uh, males uh, they will have less fertility and less testosterone production when they will get adults mm-hmm. uh, you see so it can it can set the pace for life um, and it's also very taxing to deliver so if the uh, you use up a lot of um, like vitamins nutrients um, and yeah, when the liver, liver is impaired, your whole health is suffering. So the, the liver is the main way of uh, elimination. Mm-hmm. And we need a lot of nutrients to basically detox them. Um, but yeah, estrogens, they are endocrine disruptors, the xeno ones, the foreign ones, lower thyroid hormone, um, lower testosterone production. So, yeah, like w- what to say, it's it's everywhere. So you have to be very careful, like wearing natural clothes. Uh, if you are eating vegetables, make sure that they are either like washed in alkaline water because that helps with dissolving the, the layer. But even so, some pesticides are now like uh, very sticky. So they're kind of mixed with the fat or something so they stick better on the plants i don't know and they're more Uh, water resistant yeah 
Um, so yeah, that's why animal-based is a bit better because you don't have uh, too much pesticides mm -hmm. and it gives you like the nutrients to really um, uh, detoxify them. So um, yeah, what else would you like to know? No, yeah, th like those are good points right there, man. And um, you know, that's also a good point that you brought up about vegetables because I know that, you know, a lot of people will be like, oh, eat your vegetables, eat your vegetables, eat your vegetables. And like, you know, of course, like, you know, it's important, you know, to have some, it can be like a good carb source as well as, you know, like getting some from fruit. I know that, you know, pineapple has a lot of benefits for like digestive health. And you um, had that post about, you know, pineapple helping with floaters, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like it can help with like floaters in your eye and all that stuff that you said, but you know, an animal based diet is obviously the more primal option. It's not that, um, I don't think we necessarily have to go full carnivore. Have you gone and done like a full carnivore diet? No, never. No, no. Yeah. Um, you can, yeah. yeah, you can feel it. Like I did keto for yeah. a while and like the amount of weight I'm already like natural i'm i was quite skinny now uh, that's not the case mm -hmm. uh, but on keto i lost like instantaneously so much weight so that's really stressful i wouldn't recommend doing that yeah no i don't recommend keto either like if you you know maybe want to experiment with it to just like you know kind of learn for yourself to see uh what it's like then i feel like you know that's a fine option because i feel like you know we should be open to new experience and stuff but yeah, like you said, it's a stressed state on the body. And like, you know, we do need carbs to replenish our, you know, glycogen and our energy reserves. So exactly, yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say like avoid vegetables entirely, but, um, it's, I feel like they're definitely overrated because like you could be just eating a bunch of vegetables, but what you're eating has a lot of pesticides with, you know, phthalates and endocrine disruptors, you know, all onto that fruit so it's like you know you could be eating something quote unquote that would be healthy but it has all these pesticides and you know chemicals yeah. all over it so yeah yeah exactly perfect um so let's dive into um some more testosterone talk so i know that you know we probably get like a common narrative of like oh you know you dudes you know you just care about like testosterone or like blah 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 but you know looking past just the surface uh it's essential because that's our you know livelihood as men you know that's what makes us men is you know the hormone testosterone um and right now we're seeing an epidemic of testosterone decreasing like one percent every year since uh like 1980 i'm pretty sure um, so, you know, right down, right now we're down like 40% from what it used to be in the eighties. <laughs> and when we look back to what, you know, both, uh, guys and girls used to look like in the 1980s, it was like, you know, everyone was relatively lean. Um, the guys had muscle, uh, no one was really, you know, fat. Now, of course there was a few outliers and stuff, but the general population was like healthy, fit and elite fertile you know there was less miscarriages and all of that so mm -hmm. let's dive into you know your purpose on testosterone and you know you can just go ahead and ramble on you know your testosterone 
uh, like coaching yep. as well as just like why you feel testosterone is like essential for men these days because a lot of men feel that you know oh it doesn't matter that much i'm just a dude mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah there is this notion that um like guys in their 20s think oh i'm in my 20s uh, my hormones should be fine right but what what i already told what like exposure of xenoestrogens in the womb um many men are set like for low t in their teens and 20s um and not many know that they have it it's like uncommon mm -hmm. uh, because yeah they relate to sex drive right and of course in your teens you have um, crazy sex drive and in your 20s uh, but that doesn't mean you have high testosterone mm -hmm. so nobody really knows and i didn't know uh until like um, a few years ago and I, yeah like accidentally I had my blood work done I saw my levels were high I saw my problems were disappearing so I thought okay this is quite interesting the only thing that changed in my blood work is uh, this hormone let's investigate it and then I started uh, diving deep into that and to every subject um, and yeah it kind of unfolded naturally to me mm -hmm. uh, i got really like uh, fascinated by the topic uh, learning more, more and more uh, then also started coaching people writing about it and mm -hmm. like this it became an instagram page um, and now i'm still continuing this as i see many men are helped with this message um they feel like better in themselves um they have more purpose like all the necessary things are related like physical and mental health uh, to this hormone and by yeah giving this information away um giving little pieces you know of the puzzle because i don't know everything um, i'm still learning as well yeah. new things um I get really good feedback, you know, every week there is like a message in the DMs, like appreciating what you're doing. Yeah, it that's really the best. Helped. Yeah, exactly. It really helped like something in my life, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, men of this age could benefit more. Um, and yeah, especially men who want to go forward and build something, you know, like who are on their purpose and they need like more drive or more focus, um, more mm -hmm. energy, um, more defines. Um, like, so, yeah. Yeah, I feel like, you know, people talk a lot about like Thumos and like goal set and how willing you are to chase after your goals. And it's all underneath the surface. You know, we can't see testosterone. Um, but when you really do look at it, it's like testosterone is you know the driving factor behind like you know aggression and you know all these things that kind of drive men to like compete with each other you know build a community mm -hmm. as well and just kind of improve the world and it you know we can draw a direct link to you know the decline of you know testosterone in the general population to you know but actually you can 
sorry for interrupting but no, you you're can good. see it you can see the results right oh yeah the yeah, results yeah are there it means something so yeah um, yeah i meant like you can't you, know, you, you can't see the hormone but yeah you can no, see it on a dude you know for sure yeah you can you can see it in the way he thinks speaks mm -hmm. uh what the actions are yeah yeah posture how he carries himself how he talks all that stuff and just the vibe in general yeah yeah because yeah like low testosterone i think there was a um of course there's a study on everything these days um but there was a study <laughs> that came out that was like um men with lower testosterone lie more or something like that and it's just so interesting to see like you know we can almost correlate you know every negative you know attribute in like humans could be like correlated to like lowering of testosterone so it's just interesting to see and look at that stuff mm -hmm. but yeah no i appreciate you bringing up the points on all that testosterone stuff and like it's great that you're doing um this testosterone group coaching as well as you know partnering up with uh blood and rain for like some physical coaching as well like i've been seeing what you guys are doing and that's uh you know really great work that you're doing over there um Thanks, so yeah man. yeah no it's great to see that you know we're kind of like grabbing the reins essentially and you know taking control of you know what's going to be our future and that's all linked to you know an increase in testosterone is like you know i'm going to grab myself by the balls and just you know fucking do it essentially exactly yeah perfect so let's get into um some questions that the audience had for you okay mm -hmm. so let's see the first one was they wanted to know uh what's your day of eating like um every day is different mm -hmm. so i was traveling and i had like quite shitty food sometimes so, um mm -hmm. i won't get into that but generally um i focus like a lot on protein because that that's what yeah. works for me mm, i also see if i have less protein in a day the next day i feel a bit like tired same here or uh, yeah not as energetic um so what i do man actually it's very like it's very um different every week even mm -hmm. uh, there's not much consistency but a lot of eggs uh, if i can i get like a lot of milk yeah um i'm having uh honey by like the spoonful like multiple times a day awesome uh, yeah potatoes and sweet potatoes mm -hmm. uh i have my daily pineapple that's consistent so i juice one whole pineapple and i drink that first thing in the morning or like more in the evening uh, but uh, mm. when I start doing it in the evening, you know, pineapple releases more melatonin and it also contains melatonin. So it raises melatonin. Mm. And uh, I got like these weird dreams, like having pineapple in the evening. So I got like mm. more lucid dreams, uh, which I don't like because I like to just sleep and then wake up without mm. like any disturbances. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have some fruit. I rely my vitamin C intake on, um, let's say, a supplement. It's not a supplement. So it's actually dried uh, herbs mm. that contains a lot of vitamins. 
Okay, okay. So I'll take that. Uh, and then, yeah, lunches like meats. Um, mm. And then evening is also meat or organs. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I notice if I don't have carbs in the for lunch, I become very like adrenalized, you know, like this keto thing. Um, I feel the stress. So I need also like carbs mm -hmm. in the form of honey or uh, fruit yeah. uh, or white rice. I like white rice. Yeah. Uh, I like the one. No, I'll let you keep going. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, sometimes oysters and I like to eat a lot of white fish. So I get like, um, what is it called? Uh, um, tuna. That's yeah, the I don't tuna. Know. I don't know. No, That's... it's not tuna. Just like a white fish. Yeah. Shrimps as well. A lot of seaweed. I started eating a lot of seaweed. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, that's a bit what I eat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's actually like pretty similar to what I do. I don't eat as much uh, fish because I'm not really on a coastline, so it's not as fresh here where you can get it. Uh -huh. But um, yeah, usually like eggs in the morning. You know, something along the lines of that. Mm -hmm. Honey, honey as well, and then like around lunch, I'll have more fruit or carbs, like in the form of. Like I'll take some rice and then uh, mix it up with some turmeric as well, just to give it some extra flavoring. And then, you yeah. know, have some meat as well as like potato, sweet potato. Um, and then, you know, finish off the day with like a steak or something like that. So yeah, no, we actually the name have... was God. It's God. What was that? Oh, cod. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cod. Yeah. Okay. And then the last question, this is a little, um, I guess, different from what the main conversation of the podcast was what one dude was asking uh do you like you know tabletop games or like board games do you play any chess or anything like that yeah the only game i play a lot is chess uh, and since the breakout of covid i play it mostly uh, on chess.com so online we'll have to dude we'll have to play against each other sometime because i like playing chess too yeah I'm not very yeah, good. Yeah, I love playing chess. So. We'll have to run it. Great. Okay, awesome, dude. Well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Um, where can people find you if they want to reach out to you for your Instagram page or, you know, they want to look at purchasing one of your eBooks or anything? So my Instagram is um, Primal Drive and my Twitter is Become Primal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, you can find the links for uh, ebooks there. And yeah, all my writing is on Instagram mainly. So I just started Twitter. Um, probably podcasts will be going next year. So I don't have a podcast yet, but the idea is there and I would do it next year. So, okay, awesome. Yeah, well, we'll all be looking out for it, I'm sure. And then we will have you on the podcast. <laughs> there we go. That'd be awesome, man. All right. Well, hey, it was good talking to you and having you on the show. Um, we'll Thank see you, you very much. And like to come back here. Of course.